My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment, fun, celebrity news, gossip, and the sexiest man alive. Good morning. Yes. So it's come out, the sexiest man alive. And, you know, I just, I don't know if I agree with this one. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I don't. Okay. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, So it's Patrick Dempsey this year. And he's on a list. They've added to the list, though. There's more on the list than just this one guy. Yeah, because that's what they do now. You can't just have one thing because then everybody's going to be like, but what about this one? And you're like, okay, let's throw the dog a bone. In this case, let's throw some uh, bones at other sexy dogs. And um, by that, I mean men. And so they've created all these other categories, right? But a lot of them are reader-based. Like, they did readers' polls. Oh, like That's yeah. a thing. Like, you're going to trust any reader poll or internet poll no, in this day and no, age. But no. whatever. I think they all just they go through the list and pick them. Yeah. I'm just saying, call me a cynic. Now, <laughs> not only am I a cynic, today I'm apparently spicy because uh, there was one of these categories. Like, for example, Don, I'm just going to throw some at you. Okay. Sexiest musician, Harris Styles. They also had <laughs> Tim McGraw, Bad Bunny, and Future. Or sexiest, ath- sexiest athlete. Oh, look, Travis Kelsey. Shocker, Travis Kelsey. Oh, brother. They also had Lewis Hamilton, Joe Bur- Burrow, Shohei Otani. Um, yeah, so like the typical categories, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then they had, okay, and this is where I'm, can I get a little spicy? Can I get yeah. a little spicy? Mm-hmm. Um, they had sexiest grandpa. Oh, um, which is fine, you know, sexy, sexiest no, Pedro Pascal, which I thought is hilarious because like it's like the sexiest version of Pedro Pascal. Like oh. they had different categories competing against himself. So he kind of did win if he's got yeah, his, he own he yeah. his own category. He should have been the sexiest. He's sexy in so many different ways. Yep. But he is like the total package. Anyway. The one that really tripped me up was, let me scroll down, still scroll and still scroll, and 12 out of 13 other categories that they selected sexiest of, based on allegedly a poll. Uh-huh. Sexiest podcast host. Okay. Um, Nothing says sexy like podcast host. Like, just the title itself doesn't really indicate a lot of sex going on. Also... Do we need a sexiest podcast host? No. Yeah. Everyone has a podcast. Well, yes. Also, it's just, it's, it's a just, podcast. Like he, it's an a- oral medium. And I don't mean with your mouth, with your ears. A-U-R-A-L. An aural medium. Yes, I know they film them. Yes, they put them on TikToks because everybody needs more attention than they get. So I get it. But at its base, at its foundation, a podcast is for the ears. Right? Yeah. I don't need a visual sexy man to make my ears hot. That I support. <laughs> I am, because they're all famous for other things. Too. Also, well, yeah, let's just be clear. Now you want to get to the actual so the category itself I had an issue with. Yes. But can we get to the actual people in the category? Mm. I now look, I don't even think about my favorite podcast hosts like, oh, he's sexy. Like I'm listening to my history podcast and yeah, you're like God, the way I wonder, he talks about oh. ancient Rome just really floods my ancient Ro- Rome again. What do you have against ancient Rome? It's fine. It's, I fine. I just like it's no. You anyway. seem to be tired of it. It's okay. Oh, it's just weird that everyone's thinking about ancient Rome. There's a lot to think about. But okay. back to the actual um, people poll: Taylor Lautner, Dax Shepard, Nick Vile, and Dom Gabriel. Now. Many of you probably listen to these podcasts and you know them for their podcasts. 
Taylor Lautner is the one that was selected by readers as the sexiest podcast host. I mean, what? I didn't even know he had a podcast. Yeah. Did you? No. Do you know what his podcast is called? I was in Twilight. You were in Twilight? You just asked me, what's the name of his podcast? I was in Twilight. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were telling me that you were. I was like, what? <laughs> Way to bury the lead, no, woman. No, 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 no. The name of his podcast is I Was in Twilight. Yeah, it should be. It's or not. I it's called Taylor Swift. It's called, well, it, close. Taylor, not Swift, because remember, his name is what? Lautner. Taylor. Taylor Lautner. And his wife's name? Taylor. Taylor, Taylor Lautner. But not Swift. Lautner, because they're married. Anyway, the name of his podcast is The Squeeze. Didn't know they did a podcast together, much less never would have picked him as the sexiest. What is wrong with people? It's called publicists. Yeah. Said, get him on this list. He does a podcast. Thank and you. people's like, he Thank does. you. And then you did, they just offered up, hey, which one of these guys do you think is sexy? But it's not for his podcast skills. But you appreciate how, like, I know the world is fake. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. I have it on a poster that is in my bathroom. So I see that phrase every day of my life. Oh, my gosh. Well, because that was our screen print for Project Down and Dirty Art. Oh. Uh, the Roman translation. Latin, excuse me, translation. Roman again. Well, yeah, from ancient Rome. The Latin translation for nothing is real and everyone smokes. It's a giant cobra. What are you laughing about over there? <laughs> Don's reaction to the fact that we always think about the Roman <laughs> Empire. It's so good. There's so much to think about. Oh. Why am I yelling? I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is I know the, the world is, is fabricated most days, especially when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. But like, you know, some days it's just too much to hold. It's too much to accept. I just want to cry out and get some genuine you know, sexy mm -hmm. Yeah. in my life. So I feel like this other category here is just as ridiculous, which is sexiest guy you're streaming due to the strike. That's a whole category. That is not a thing. Well, it is on, for people. Who, who was uh, voted sexiest man you're streaming while the actors are striking? <laughs> Jensen Ackles. Ankles? Ackles. He um, Jensen is, Ankles. He is from um oh what is that supernatural. supernatural show Supernatural. Oh, but it's like Ooh, old I would shows that him. you're going back and watching. I think he was also on Days of Our Lives uh, a long time ago. Um, well, I would agree with. I mean, he is sexy. Who else is up for the nomination? Well, you've got Milo Ventimiglia from Gilmore Girls. Not. The other show he was most recent. So people are going back and watching these shows. The Office, John Krasinski. Uh, you have Shamar Moore from yeah, Criminal oh, Minds. for sure. So people are going back and okay, watching well, old stuff. Well, at least they're sexy. I don't find Taylor Lautner sexy. Either. Me either. I don't know about you. Do you, do you find, uh, Mike, do you find Taylor I'm Lautner not, sexy? I'm, um, I was always, Edward. I was always Team Jacob for sure. Really? He's far he's more too, attractive to me than... He is. He is oh, Do you Edward find him? Jacob. I find him far more attractive than uh, Robert Pattinson. One hundred percent. Stop but it's just, it. It's it's what people are into. I oh my god! I don't know that I really could pick either of them because one seems like way too good for us. <laughs> no emotional. Edward. Yeah, exactly. And then and then Taylor. I don't know. He's just like a wee person. <laughs> Right? Like, he's shorter. Oh, God. And I, you know, I always think that, you know, like, I would want my vampire to be tall. And, well, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf, I, though. Yeah, he's going to be low to the ground. Well, I don't... Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm overthinking my well. sexy monster.
I think I only that, want a tall werewolf. <laughs> well, Robert Pattinson looks like a Roman god. We'll just throw that out there if you want to enter in the Roman Empire. He does? He, Robert Pattinson is so classically beautiful, he could be a sculpture. A I Roman just, god, you He think? could be like, yeah, totally. There's something about him, though, I just, I just don't find appealing. Oh, gosh. Same. Who else was in that Same? movie? Yeah, I never have ever thought Robert Pattinson. Were there other sexy mm, we'll monsters in, Twilight? in that one in I Twilight? Have... Um... Yeah, uh, there. Oh, Kellen Lutz, Barry the lead. Kellen Lutz is, but what was he? Was he a vampire? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It's so yeah. long ago. Two thousand eight. Kellen Lutz definitely by far. Okay. Sexier than there Robert were not Pattinson. any uh, unattractive people in that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Not a surprise. Yeah. Okay, we have gotten to the bottom of this. I I have gotten it off my chest. I will let it go. I understand that the people's sexiest man alive is all just for publicity, and I will accept it and move on. When we come back, though, Dawn, I feel like you're going to have to get on your soapbox mm-hmm. uh, because you watched the trailer for a movie Yeah, that was perhaps perplexing to you. Uh, I was confused a little bit. It was, Good. Yeah, I'm interested, but still. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get into your... Uh, when we get back right here on about twilight i love to suck your blood <laughs> it's the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 so the new mean girls movie it's a reboot of it but also tina fey kind of jazzed it up a little bit did some other things to it that's coming out next year i just saw the trailer for it and i was a little confused um let's just play the trailer All right who is that? Oh Lord, it's the Queen Bee. Regina George. Don't look her in the eye. You could be really hot if you change like everything. I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. Welcome to health and human sexuality. We'll be getting into abstinence, of course, then followed by in the spring condoms and choking. You're learning things now that I don't know how to teach. Are you okay in there? We're concerned you're either doing drugs or having a toilet baby. Oh. Ew. We, as women, have to be able to support each other. Get in, loser. Welcome, Katie. You're never going to believe what I found this morning. Your burn book. Mom, go make snacks. For sure. For sure, Regina. Yeah. Do you like gum? Sure. Oh, no, I don't have any. I I was just... You're a mess. We will help you, Katty. Why are you dressed so scary? It's Halloween. Katie, if you don't dress slutty, that is slut-shaming us. That's just unprofessional. Okay, so I loved this movie. I thought it was pretty cute. Uh, And so I'm a big fan of the original. I don't mind them remaking it because it's been long enough, you know. But I was curious because... Well, they're not remaking it. This is... This is a musical, you yeah, guys. This is a stage musical. It's a which, stage musical. Which is what I was confused about because when I watched this trailer, I was like, wait, it, this is not a remake. Why does this trailer... I, I Like, I literally had to go to Google like, wait, I'm confused because this looks like a remake. I thought this was a stage version, or excuse me, the, the movie version of the stage musical. Yeah. It's supposed to be, but it's almost like they're trying to hide the fact that it's a musical. Almost? There's literally no singing. (laughs) Yeah, there isn't any singing in the trailer. Not one lick. So at the very end, like the last 15 seconds, it's all these montages of them all singing. But it's to the beat of 
the uh, Olivia Rodrigo song in the exactly. background. I want to get her back. So yeah. you don't realize they're singing no. unless you just see the montage of them all they're moving around and having these big dance numbers. And, and you're not the first to point this out, Don. I mean, all yesterday on the internet, people were like, hi, um, it's not a good look if your musical has no singing in the trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they were they were adding all these other musical movies yeah. that did have trailers and they all had musical numbers in them, like Hairspray. and yeah. It's like they're afraid to, I think what's going on is that in this post-pandemic world we live in, which is just like, even saying that is just like, oh, I hate hearing myself say that, but it's true. Like, it's harder to get people out to a movie. So oh, yeah. they. Why do you hate saying it? It's so, I mean, movie theaters are going under because of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so maybe they're just thinking that it's too narrow of an audience. Like if you say it's a musical, not as many people will come. Is that what the thinking here is? Like, maybe. don't tell them it's a musical or the music's crap. True. Yeah. Yeah. I what just you- sent you the official, uh, the official title has a little musical. note. It does in the have a. A little- That's the only way you would know that this is a musical. Oh, it's mean girls spelled out. And but it's it not has like a little mean girls. The musical. It's literally just mean girls. And then the aid, instead of having wow. a dot for the a, they have a musical note. That's hilarious. Okay. Again, I think it's either to your point on that. They don't, uh, think music's well, but that if they thought that musicals will not attract people in the theater, then the studio should ask itself why they greenlit the project uh-huh. in the first place. Yeah, I wonder though if it's also a little bit of um, maybe the numbers weren't that good. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know something something stinks with this movie because it it's it was noticeable in its absence yesterday. Totally. Yeah. Um, I do. I am excited to see Tim Meadows again. And of course, Tina Fey. And now we have like um, Busy Phillips is in it. Uh, She plays um, Mrs. George. You know, the mom that's trying to be cool. (laughs) I will say also, did you notice Tina Fey has not aged a day in her life? If you look at a side by side of her in the original movie and this musical version or uh, movie version of the musical of the movie, this one is the same. It is. And I'm really, it's like whenever TMZ does um, good genes or good docs. Yeah. You know, it's like. Uh, whatever she's got, she's got it. I don't know. But yeah, it. I think it's going to do well because people want to go see fun stuff. I don't know when it's going to drop or anything like that. Um, uh, do we know that yet? Does I anybody believe so, know? yeah. Let me okay. find it here. 2024, um, I know. It's not this year. Yeah. It's next year. Is it going to be in the middle of winter where we kind of need a January? January. Okay. According to the I Google. I got April 30th. Oh. oh. Or no, sorry. That was the original. My bad. Google says January yes. 12th of next year. So that's better. that's not, I mean. You that's know. a great time to have a movie like this just because it's post-Christmas. You know, we're looking for something fun to lift our spirits. Good timing on that. And they've probably just been chomping at the bit to release the movie anyway. I'm sure it was done a long time ago. Um, so... Yeah, I'm excited to see it, but I'm kind of like, all right, just lean into it. I mean, Barbie did great. You know, why are they trying to downplay the fact that it's a musical? I don't know. You think the songs aren't good? Probably. I mean, I, it could be. I, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know because they didn't include any of the song and dance numbers mm-hmm. in the trailer. I want to know if any of the, uh, because this was a Broadway show, 
for a couple of I years. I did not see the Broadway show. I'm hoping to see it this year because I think, if I remember correctly, it's this year, right? Um, well, it stopped in 2020 before the pandemic. The tour, I'm saying. Oh, I the think tour. the tour is coming oh, here this year. okay. Okay, great. Or not this year, but this season. Let me okay. Take a double look here. I just love it whenever you find out like that somebody from the Broadway play is actually in the movie. That's always delightful to me just because they're the ones who made it what it is. And you want them to be included somehow. So hopefully we can. Why did I think Mean Girls was this season? That was like 2019. Uh, that it came here. Um, so no, I, just, maybe I, I was thinking of Funny Girl. Anymore. Yeah. All right. Dawn, we've gotten to the bottom of nothing, but yet we have uh, a lot to look forward to, frankly. When we come back, we're also going to look forward to Katy Perry. Why? Because she's become victorious in a legal battle against a disabled veteran. (laughs) Oh, my God. The PR on this one is crap. The story is rather interesting. I hope you'll stick around for it when we return here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Well, Katy Perry sometimes can get some bad press, and I don't think that this story is really good for her PR. Tell us about it, Bradley. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, so uh, I saw this development overnight, and I thought, we need to talk about this, because we've, we've talked about this story before, but we've got a development in the case of... Uh, a disabled veteran, an old man who's suffering from the early onset of dementia and some other diseases nope. versus Katy Perry, evil real estate witch. Right. Who that's stole what and caused nuns to die in court. Yes, that's what the Internet and tabloids would have you believe. But if you don't remember the actual story, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom were trying to buy a house. This guy pulled out of the deal and they were like, no, we're taking you to court. We want your damn house. Then we find out the guy said he bailed on the deal after he woke up from surgery and got off the pain medication. Yeah. He said he uh, only agreed to the deal because he was kind of out of it and shouldn't have to follow through on the deal as a result. Well, that's sort of the tabloid take on this, which for Katy Perry looks horrible because, and you mentioned dying nuns, literally she had a previous real estate um, issue that ended up in court because it was her versus uh, a convent of she nuns. She wanted to buy a convent, and something went wrong. And then they ended up in court, and one of the nuns literally died in court. So it was like, oh, Katy Perry, ooh, not your best look. Well, so this didn't help, right? The, the press around this did not help. However, the actual development in the case is in her favor. In fact, a judge agreed with Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom and their business manager, because truly he was the guy behind all of this, and I can explain details, and it just really depends on how how detailed you want to get. But in her battle against a guy by the name of Carl Westcott, a judge ruled that the sale will go forward, that despite the fact that this guy wanted to rescind the deal, there was no proof that he was incapacitated or out of his mind or unable to make rational decisions at the time that he bailed on the deal back in 2020. Well, my question is, how did they prove that he wasn't like, how do you say somebody what's going on in there? I mean, were there emails, I wonder, or is there some lying going on? His own realtor said that he seemed perfectly capable of making decisions and told her specifically what to do regarding this case in a way that the judge felt. um, He said there was literally only one 
witness in the case who suggested that he wasn't in the right frame of mind because of a medical diagnosis. And that was a medical practitioner who'd never actually practiced medicine on him. Oh, gosh. So okay. not anyone he had actually been seen by. I rem- Yeah. And so um, in a statement now, let's see, the judge said the following. Westcott presented no persuasive evidence that he lacked capacity to enter into a real estate contract. Uh, in a statement shared with people, however, I do want to just get to this so we can talk about like what all went down because I had a lot of questions. I was like, how did this how did like just about? because just because she is in the right legally, like was she being a jerk about it? Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that can that can happen. That can happen. In a statement shared with people, the attorney for. um uh, let's see. No, I don't want the attorney. I want the state the statement from the kid. So this is the son of Mr. Westcott. Right. In a statement to people, he said, while we do not agree with Judge Lipner's ruling and wish he had spelled our father's name correctly in the ruling, oh. we accept it. Oh. Katy Perry will now have to testify in person on damages and the contradictory claims she has made over the lost income of a rental for my father's home. Blah, blah, blah. You don't care about that. I'll get to that actually. Oh. In a minute. But essentially, they're like, hey. The judge didn't even spell his name right. The judge just left off a T. Okay. Regardless. Probably a typo. Probably not the judge, but the judge. Yeah, I kind of feel like the judge wasn't actually. The judge wasn't typing typing. anything. Yeah. The judge was dictating. You probably have a lot of questions like, how did we get here? Well, I went back and I was like, okay, I need to understand what's really going on. And the way it's laid out in this People article, and then there's another story that I read, which provided me some other insight in another publication, which I don't have in front of me, essentially lays it out like this. This guy was going to, this guy bought this house in May of 2020. Somebody, a a very short period of time later, by the name of Maria Shriver, offered him $13 million. He was like, how about 13 and a half? And then his, his, uh, realtor or somebody around him was like, dude, if you can get 13 and a half, you can get more. Just don't go ahead with this sale. We'll relist it. Uh-huh. So Maria Shriver didn't get the house. They decided to sell it. Katy Perry comes along and says, we'll buy it. And he's like, I want 15. And Katy Perry's like, fine, we'll give you 15. You only asked 13 and a half or whatever it was, right? Right. We have an extra million and a half lying around. And then like a few days later, he's like, I don't know. Because again, I think somebody was in his ear. You can get more. Mm-hmm. Don't take the deal. By the end of the July, he rescinds the deal. So even though they had, he had agreed to sell Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom this house in July, which I was also like, he just bought this house in May. It's not his family home. It's not like he was living there. And this, the timing about his disease and his illness, like, I'm not clear on all of that, but again, I'm going to side probably with the judge who looked at all the evidence and said there mm-hmm. is no persuasive evidence that his his decision-making skills were in any way impaired, which gives the implication that he was just out to get as much money for this property as he could and wanted to back out of a legitimate deal. So that's how we ended up here. Yeah, and I think it was interesting also that, you know, his, they started to release pictures after all this started to come out and there was a discussion where he didn't want to sell the house to Katy Perry. All of a sudden, like, there were pictures released of, I believe, his daughter, but they were like, here, I'm taking care of dad. He's, you know, and they kind of looked staged 
you know, like, well, things aren't going great, but we're just going to soldier on. It's like, okay, you never shared any of this before. Why now? Yeah. And it obviously the judge so didn't obvious. think that that like, okay, anything legitimate. So. Yeah, for sure. Because the way they told the story is this guy has failing health. He just had surgery. He was on a lot of pills. And Katy Perry's business manager came knocking on his front door unprompted, you know, and just said, yeah. hey, uh, do you want to sell your house? Like it wasn't ever on the table with anyone else. They made it seem like he just opened the door and he yeah. was like, sure, I'll sign it. Yeah. So which is why we have a justice system. That's why we, you know, allow judges to sit down and make decisions, because what you read in the press and what you, you know, hear from the people themselves is not necessarily the truth. Right. So that's good for her. Although it still allows all these headlines, which you will see today, because there are all these headlines now, like Katy Perry is victorious in lawsuit against disabled veteran. I know. You know, like, uh, ugh, that's not going to make her look good. That said, if you read the story, you're like, well, she has a case. And I totally, it looks like a case of a guy who thought he could get more money. And the family thought they could, you know, milk as much money out of this property as they could. And it's not like also this guy, by the way, is the founder of 1-800-Flowers. Yes. Was it 1-800-Flowers? Yeah. Yeah. So like he's a multimillionaire. Totally. And has other properties. In fact, he was going to look at other properties. When you read uh, through the People magazine account of this, this was not a person who was like, this is my family home. I have memories here with my children. Yeah. No, you just bought it. So while Katy Perry clearly in the eyes of the court, and anyone who's sort of stopping to pay attention to the details is in the right. It also, from a PR standpoint, just makes her look like a greedy. Again, you know. it's like, okay, you took the, a convent away from nuns. It's like, yeah, but you don't know if those nuns were bitches. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't remember are what happened. Any nuns bitches, Dawn? <laughs> hey, you know what? Nuns are people, okay? Are they? <laughs> they I don't are. know. When you marry the Lord, I think things happen. I'm not going to question. Okay. I'm not getting into yeah. that debate. All right. Well, but, my point is, like, it just sounds really bad, just like last this thing one I need does. is to show up at a church and some nun <laughs> smacks me across the face. It's fine. It's did fine. you call me a bitch? I did not call them bitches. I'm just saying like we, if you just hear the headline of that, that sounds terrible, but I don't remember the ins and outs of it and what was actually going on. The I, other thing I wanted to say is there, and this is another piece of the case. It's not over. This was just the first part because Katy Perry also filed suit saying, dude, you have now, this is what I have questions about and we'll find out more about this in February when the rest of this trial happens. This trial was sort of like cut into two pieces. The first Mm -hmm. part was, should the sale have been legitimate? Judge says yes. Now, Katy Perry also says that she lost out on rental income for this home. However, meaning that she could have rented this home during the time that they were supposed to have owned it. Right. That they haven't been able to get into it. Yeah. It's Montecito, so Meghan Markle, if she wants to get away from Harry, could have rented it. (laughs) Yeah, right. Or Harry, because remember, he was the one that was going to that hotel. But the family's like, um, excuse me. And the attorney for the guy, Mr. Westcott, is like, wait, I thought this was going to be your family home. Like they wrote a letter to the guy and was like, we really want this home because this is going to be raise where our children, we're going to yeah. raise our family. And he's like, wait, you were going to rent it? I thought this was going to be your family oh, home. Um, and so there's some question as to whether or not they legitimately would have rented this home. And I'm like, you know. That I I don't know that side of the of uh, 
that of this particular case. So it, it remains to be seen if she'll be successful in that. That seems like more of a stretch, or at least you could argue like uh, clearly you weren't going to rent this home out because you were going to live there. Right. Um, so, so maybe you you're not be, entitled mm-hmm. to a bunch of damages. Right. Um, because in addition to rental income, they're just asking for the damages of, you know, the grief and the dealing with not being able to move into their home, which they thought was going to be theirs back in July of 2020, three right. years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I also want to point out that we never say Orlando Bloom won a case. It's all Orlando Bloom is her husband. This is all together. They've been doing all of these things. They never mention Orlando Bloom. It's just well, yeah, evil Katy Perry. Well, yeah, because it's evil, evil Katy Perry, because that is a story. That's a that's that, something that we need to remember. That's been around again. Mm-hmm. She killed a nun. Yeah. Them and bitch nuns. she, you know, at one point was warring with Taylor Swift. So yeah. it's like evil Katy Perry. Orlando Bloom is, if anybody's evil. Yeah, but he's cute. They're not evil. Naked on a, a paddleboard. It's true. So he just gets to float around. With his wiener hanging out. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, I don't, I'm never mentioned in this. It's all about evil Katy And also, Perry. to your point, but actually, this is actually uh, even more accurate, which is neither of them were uniquely involved beyond their relationship with their business manager, who was the one who actually did this deal, yep. who was there on the ground. So he was the one uh, that is involved in all of this. But of course, the press is not going to pick up on that because nobody knows who his name is. And I've even forgot it since I read this but story. But no one's going to click on a story that says, you know, Katie Carl Perry's Westcott. business manager. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Katie Perry, good luck to you. <laughs> I shan't be attending a church service with her oh sure anytime soon (laughs) you don't know what kind of weird luck she's all of a sudden she's gonna walk into church and oh no when we come back we have to talk turkey Mm -hmm. minnesotans i know thanks to the internet what minnesotans that's you guys you listeners your most searched thanksgiving recipe it's called a recipe I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh. You're going to have opinions. Okay. But I also want you to share with us, my talkers, what non-pie dessert, spoiler alert, it's not pie, what non-pie dessert do you serve and love on Turkey Day? 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Right down in Apple Valley. Super convenient to the metro. We all need a great family dentist. But I understand that life can get really busy from time to time. And sometimes you just forget. It gets off your list. And then before you know it, it's been a few years. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to go because they're going to judge me. They're going to tell me, oh, you should have been here before. It's fine. I want you to call the team at Dakota Dental. It's a no judgment zone. You're going to show up and just get the best dental care in the Twin Cities. I guarantee it. And you're going to love those guys. Um, and gals, everybody from start to finish, from making the appointment to sitting in that chair to getting the best dental care in the Twin Cities, you will love the team at Dakota Dental. Why can I say that? Well, I can say that because that's been my experience over the last few years. Call them today. We're getting close to the end of the year, so I want you to use up those benefits you've been paying for at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Welcome back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Well, Turkey Day is quickly approaching. It'll be here before we know it. And we're so excited to talk food with you. 
Um, there's some kind of a list you found about the states and who likes what dessert. Well, it's actually just uh, the most important state of all in mm. the United States, as far as I'm concerned, and that's uh, our very own Minnesota. And in fact, uh, now I'm trying to find it. I clicked. Look at click on that link, Don. Okay, that I put sure. In there from, uh, sure. WCCO. Yeah. Okay. What happened? The page cannot be found. Rude. It's been removed. What's I can tell wrong? you what it, it is. Was it too though. sexy? No, I found it. Okay, here it is. They just changed the link. I found. Okay. Um, because I was like, well, did they lie? And then they took it away. Mm-hmm. No, I saw this story and I thought, oh, this is interesting. And I'm look, I'm a sucker for Minnesota clickbait because I usually just want to go. That's not true, <laughs> right? Because that's the very Minnesotan yeah. thing. Like they don't know anything about us. Because usually this is a part of a big list, and yeah. it's like you know Minnesota. Like you don't know Minnesota. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or it's like the New York Times saying that grape salad is our favorite Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Dish or whatever. Grape uh, salad. Don't get me started, please. What it's you, a very sore that? spot. We can't right now. Okay. People will. It's going to oh, be a lot. Okay. Minnesota's top searched Thanksgiving recipe revealed. So I clicked. I took the bait. I read it. Do you know what it is? I will give you a hint. It is dessert. Lutefisk. Oh, casserole jelly <laughs> cheesecake no <Okay>. ew <laughs> she has lutefisk once Mike. i'm sorry i said the word casserole sorry well that was your first mistake <gasps> unless it's in the context of green bean yeah we, we're okay with okay that. let's put a pin in that because yeah. let me just uh, we got to yeah. get to this sorry. and by the way six no 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 it's totally fine six five one six four one one oh seven one because these are all good topics I want you to call it, what is the dessert that's on your table for Turkey Day that's not pie? Because I feel like oh. it's very pie-heavy this time of year, and I thought it might be fun. Because the alleged most searched Thanksgiving Day recipe is a dessert that is not pie. Okay. It is pie-adjacent, I would say, because the top-searched Thanksgiving recipe on Pillsbury's website oh. in Minnesota for 2023 is Creamy Pumpkin Spice Bars. Bam. So then I open it up and they look kind of good. They look, they got a a sugar cookie base and then like a pumpkin pie filling and then looks like a cool whippy top. Cool whip. Cool whippy top. I don't know if you have feelings about, I mean, these look kind of gross because, you know, I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie. Mm, Well, I don't know. There's something about like bars that kind of go, I don't know about those. I don't love bars. You know, I just don't. Excuse me? I don't love, like, when you How say How are you a bar, in this state? Well, I'm sorry for being, here I am being shamed again for having my own thoughts and opinions. I can't keep track of no, all the things I'm, I'm supposed I'm not, to do. Okay, don't misinterpret questions with shame. Oh. I'm trying to understand how you don't like bars. Like, what is it about the bar specifically that you're not a fan of? Um, I don't know. I think either pick a cake or a pie. And those seem to be like an in between. So do you not like, like seven layer bars, I, lemon bars? I guess I just don't have a lot of experience with bars. Oh. And when I say bar, I don't mean drinking bars. I got a lot of experience with those. Yeah. But bars, I don't know. I didn't grow up with people making bars. Okay, so you're just not from the. Well, okay, so pumpkin bars then not not on your list. I like pumpkin pie, but a pumpkin bar doesn't sound good to me. Okay, um, let's go to the phones. Mike, who's online? Got Jeremy on the line. Jeremy's on the line. All right. What non-pie related thing are you having on uh, Thanksgiving? Can you turn your radio down? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Thanks. We call it strawberry fluff. 
Uh, mm. You break up angel food cake, oh. strawberry jello, whipped cream, Ooh. or uh, whipped cream and uh, la 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 strawberries. <gasps> and you just kind of put it all together, and it's just like heaven. We've been I've been eating it my whole life. Oh, that's great. Um, you're t- now that sounds like a salad. In Minnesota language, we would probably call that some kind of a dessert salad, you know, like... Dessert salad, yeah. Yeah, because there's a whole range of these dessert salads, which are very, like, jello, cool, whippy, and this one has yep. angel food cake in it? Angel food cake, yep, break it up into little Yum. pieces, and then some fresh, fresh, really sliced strawberries, or the frozen strawberries, and let them thaw, mm. and then you just throw the angel food at the last second, because it's one of those dishes that... One of those desserts you got to eat it within an hour. Yeah, because otherwise it's going to turn to mush. Yeah, exactly. Awesome, Jeremy. Thank you so much for sharing. So we're putting that on our Thanksgiving table. Uh, What did he call it? Strawberry fluff. Strawberry fluff. It's like it sounds like a strawberry shortcake just mixed up. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Let's go to Gail. Gail's on the phone. All right, what non-pie thing are you putting on your turkey day table, Gail? Pumpkin pie bars. Sorry, people, but the reason they're really good is we put, like, three miles of cream cheese frosting on them. Three miles of cream cheese frosting. I'm here for that. Okay, I do like that. Maybe I've just never had a good one. Oh, well, I... Maybe I should make you some, but... Oh, feel free. Oh, Gail, please. We've always got an open door for free food, Gail. <laughs> and I know where you live. No. Oh, my oh, God. Okay, oh, well, just I, as... I know where you work. I no contact I'm door. You can just leave it on my front step. I'm fine with you knowing where I live. <laughs> I think she meant work. <laughs> Put a sledgehammer in it or something. No, oh, Gail! <laughs> Gail, you're going to get in trouble! <laughs> Go make us some bars, Gail. Thank you so much, sweetie. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too, dear. I will say oh, on cool. on the um, the recipe that, and we should put this on our links page uh, that WCCO posted. It it's like a sugar cookie base, which I actually I'm I, I want to try these because I like the idea of a cookie base mm-hmm. versus like the typical just like pie base for pumpkin. I think mm-hmm. that's part of the reason I don't like pumpkin pie is that when you have just like a regular pie crust and pumpkin filling it's just kind of meh whereas if you had a nice crispy sugar cookie base ooh, oh. i think that would be kind of tantalizing okay all right well i do make millionaire bars i just remembered that those are kind of different because yeah. i just remember a you made those caramel. caramel uh so you like those bars i do all right stacy's on the line let's go to stacy we're talking things on your turkey day table that aren't pie for dessert stacy what are you putting on your table we get we get the pink peppermint ice cream that comes out like around the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I think it's blue bunny or whatever. Sure. We, do, we do that. And we do um, carrot cake, homemade carrot cake. Oh. And we do um, Buckeyes, the little peanut butter oh, yeah. chocolate bite kind of things. Yeah. We, we very rarely do pie. We don't do traditional Thanksgiving at all. Dawn, you're making a face. Do you not know Buckeyes? No. Buckeyes. That's more of a like a Ohio thing, right? But it's still a Midwestern treat. Yeah, and it's it, it's peanut butter. It's peanut butter and chocolate. It, it's so good. It's, oh, they're so good. They're just like peanut butter balls dipped in chocolate, right? Do they Pretty have much, pretzels? Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Huh? Okay, nope. I'm finding them right sugar. now. Yeah, it's There's called bonbons. A- That's pretty popular around here to call bonbons. Them. Yep, peanut butter bonbons. I like that. Well, the okay. same thing. Hey, Stacy, thank you so thank much. You. Er- thank that, you. Thank you. That was Stacy. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I get Stacy's name right. Um, there is a wonderful place at the state fair that sells deep fried buckeyes. Oh, for Ooh. God's sake. They are that is a Ooh. party in your mouth. 
They look like, I'm looking at them right now, they definitely look like a, a real Buckeye. Real, uh, do you know what, Gail, Gail, let's get Gail in real quick. Gail, honey, what are you putting on your turkey? To, or, what? We already talked to Gail. <laughs> I'm looking at the thing and it oh, looked like God. there was another Gail there. I just wanted to make sure everybody got their, there. their dessert. Thank you guys for calling. When we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, our third hour begins with TP in the fridge. What? what? I'll tell you why.